alone, you, everyone really needs to do. Like, I used to think um, finding yourself and all that kind of stuff was bullshit, to be honest. But then once I traveled alone, you really find yourself. I had a really Asian childhood upbringing. I went onto Google and I searched how I could receive funds. And there are actually a lot of like... You hear that, people? She went on Google. Oh my god! Genius! Google's where you find out stuff. <laughs> You are listening to Living That Life podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and at youtube.com Living That Life for amazing travel videos. View discretion is advice. Oh, last week I was actually stopped by this person that said, I saw your videos. And then <laughs> last night I ran into her again at camp telling me about this product she's creating and I was really impressed. She's showing me like these uh, sketches and like these 3D models of this product she's creating. So I was like, wow, uh, you need to get on the podcast because you can relate to a whole different audience. Not only are you the first female, but just like your background and where you come, where you came from, deciding to not finish college because it's not what you wanted to do. And I talk about that a lot. So that's just kind of a summary for you guys. Basically do what you wants to do and not go down like the set path by the parents um not go down like the normal path so to speak and uh that's what we like talking about to inspire people to let them know yo uh if we can do it you can do it if they can do it we can do it so everyone uh christy hi from, everyone uh, vancouver canada yeah <laughs> we're neighbors so i'm from seattle vancouver it's like a two-hour drive I yeah two-hour drive into another country What's your story? How did you find yourself in Chiang Mai? Um, both my parents were refugees from Vietnam. My mom was born in Cambodia, moved to Vietnam when she was two, came to Canada when she was 20. She was a bit more lucky. Um, my dad, on the other hand, he got sponsored by my uncle to go to Toronto. So my dad went to Toronto. Um, he scrubbed toilets for two years to get enough money to bring my family over to Canada. So fast track 15 years, he started his own business, so that's where I get my ambition from. So he told me to take the real estate course because real estate construction kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So I took the real estate course, I finished it, and then he's like, okay, now go be an architect. So I enrolled in the architecture program. Um, I actually have about three or four courses left. It's been really tough. Architecture, it's not an easy thing, definitely. Um, I'm in the... AutoCAD drafting and design specialist program. So it's based oh, wow. on like blueprint drawing and stuff like that. I also worked for a real estate agent because I took the real estate course. So I quit my job with a real estate agent, but I couldn't imagine myself being a real estate agent agent and getting like a hundred calls a day on different properties that people aren't really interested in. They just want to hear more. They're just curious, which is totally fine. But that's the life of a real estate, real estate agent. And that wasn't the life for me. I just committed and I was like, I'm not happy. And I told them I'm not coming to work like Monday Yeah. because so I, it's it. been long enough. I'm just not happy. I'm not going to do this anymore. And that's that. Yeah. Just do that. Do that. And how did you decide that you wanted to stop doing college and then come out here by yourself because she came out here yeah. by herself which is a whole nother thing that I <laughs> want you guys to know that you can it's not that crazy to come out here by yourself and she did that yeah so how did that I was like midway through my Revit course and I really was falling behind I wasn't happy I talked to a couple of friends and they were like yeah just go like they, they didn't really think much of it 
And then three days later, I just booked my ticket. I didn't book anywhere oh, to stay. Shit. I didn't book anywhere to stay. I just booked my ticket. I just committed. I'm gonna go. And I didn't buy like flight insurance or anything. So like, if I do not go to this, uh, if I do not make this flight, I lose $800. And as a 21 year old, that is not a like that's a big amount of money to me. That's what I say in all the podcasts. <laughs> I'm like, just move your little finger on your computer and book the ticket, and that will be a huge kick in your ass to go. So you booked your one way ticket to Vietnam. I booked a round trip, but it was like a month's time. Yeah, so I booked my first ticket to Vietnam because I have family and a friend there. But I stayed there by myself. <laughs> um, I didn't tell them that I was there alone, otherwise they would have freaked out. Because um, I grew up from a really sheltered family. Like, um, I never really had to be independent. I still live with my parents. Um, they paid for my school. I was very, very sheltered. I did not even have to take out the garbage by myself. Um, they were very, very strict as well. So I had a really Asian childhood upbringing. But um, traveling alone, you, everyone really Stay needs gone. to do. Like I used to think um, finding yourself and all that kind of stuff was bullshit, to be honest. But then once I traveled alone, you really find yourself. You uh, truly figure out who you are. Yeah. And you're, in, you're living in living by yourself for the first time in yes. Saigon, freaking Ho Chi Minh City. If you guys don't know, we lived in Saigon for six months, so that's like our second home, third home after Chiang Mai. I, I, I told Bill that if, if Sandra's going to listen to her headphones while she's, while she's falling, then I should be able to listen to the radio while I'm collating, uh -huh. so I don't see why okay. I should have to turn down the radio. But uh, now we're walking. It's a walk cast now. So, you moved. Uh, to Saigon by yourself, you had friends yes. and family, but you're living for your, by yourself for yes. the first time yes. in Ho Chi Minh City. What was that like? Um, it was scary. <laughs> um, it was really scary and they say, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of people do try and steal your stuff in Vietnam. So I was like walking with my backpack because I did go to a couple co-working spaces as well to work on my launching my business. So I would walk around like this because I was so scared. I'm like, I feel like I was a young girl. They might like try and kidnap me, rape me, kill me, sell my organs, oh, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Just because they wanted my backpack. Not bad. Just, just like <laughs> hold on to your back. Just don't be in a dark alley. No, but by I lived in an alleyway. <laughs> it was yeah. like an alley. Being on like Saigon is an alley. It's a big, yeah. <laughs> it's a big deep alley. Oh, there's a sheep. But um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I would like walk around like this. So I went to a couple co-working spaces. I looked. Which ones uh, did you go? Uh, the workshop cafe. There's this other one. I forgot what it was called. You didn't go to Dreamplex, did you? The no, big fat one. No, I didn't. Anyways, there's some goats over here, guys. They're doing their thing, eating some grass. So before you decided to go to Vietnam for a hiatus or whatever. Like yeah. you, you had your product in mind, like your little invention that you oh, have, or so, like, is that already set up? Yeah, it was set up. So I had the idea in April, 2016. I started to contact product development companies and I finally settled with one called Ultimus Pro in Burnaby, BC. Um, they're hmm. great. They've actually become my mentors as well. They really give me that kick in the ass when I'm slacking. Whoa. I took a lot of breaks because I, I didn't have the funds. I um, I wasn't sure if this was a feasible product. I had like two two month breaks because I was and I didn't have the funds either. I really begged mm -hmm. my parents to give me money. I was like, why don't you believe in me? Like, because yeah, hmm. I asked them for five thousand dollars. They said it's not a feasible product. You're not gonna make money with it. Um, yeah. So, Haters. 
So I, I didn't give up though. Like I was really discouraged because my parents didn't believe in me and I was like, my dad runs a business and he said it's not gonna make money. So I kind hmm. of believed him. So I stopped for a bit. And then about a month later, my product developer, my product developers messaged me and they were like, so are you gonna do this or not? And they gave me a pep talk and they said, wow. it was a really good idea and that I should be resourceful. So my parents are gonna give me money. Um, I don't have a long history of credit because I just got a credit card recently. Yeah. So you need credit, good credit to receive a loan. So I went to the bank and they're like, you don't have enough um, credit history. And I was like, fuck. Oh, is that wrong? I'm supposed to in here. We cut that nah, out. we keep it real on this channel. Okay. This ain't TV. It's so, uncensored. Um, I went onto Google and I searched how I could receive funds. And wow. there are actually a lot of like. You hear that, people? She went on Google. Oh my God! News Genius. Flash. Google's where you find out stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went onto Google. I searched where I could find. Um, funding and financing there are actually so many grants and loans that are available to young entrepreneurs older entrepreneurs you just need to look for it you need to commit and commit to finding funding you need to be resourceful just because your parents don't give you money doesn't mean that's the end of the road mm -hmm. um, I actually sold a couple of my stuff too to see you guys have a lot of shit sell that yeah how did you sell it on like Craigslist or offer up or that's um, I, like. I contacted the consignment store but oh, cool. um, you can sell on Craigslist. You guys should watch. Have you seen Gary Vee's episode of him selling a hammer and him making money off of that? No. So That's we'll good. link it down below. But there's a video yeah. on selling random stuff on eBay and Amazon. Mm -hmm. So I sold some of my stuff and I got back like $1,500. I need $8,000 to launch my product. So wow. that wasn't enough. So I went on to some website, I forgot, I'll link it below, well he'll link it below as well, but um, it's a page full of Canada's grants and loans. Mm. Um, so I contacted a couple people, I got a couple of meetings in, and all I needed was ambition, that's a big one, mm. you need to know you're confident, you mm. need to be committed before you go to this meeting, please mm. be committed before you go. If you go there like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, they're not going to give you a loan obviously, so mm. have your shit together. Um, <laughs> shit together, people. <laughs> Have your I shit like together. It. Oh, um, people are gonna love this. You need to believe in yourself, believe in your product. Um, you need to have a business plan. You need to predict your forecasts. Mm -hmm. um, I know that sounds a bit um, difficult, but you can Google that as well. Yeah, so about this business plan thing, because I talk about that. Um, how did you learn how to do a business plan? That was hard too. Like at first I was Googling um, business plan examples and they were like 50 pages, 100 pages. And I was like yeah. scrolling through this. I was like, I'm not going to know what to write. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked up business plan softwares. Mm. So that's a good thing to look up. I actually use this platform called Live Plan. So mm -hmm. what you do is they, so what they do oh, is shit. actually, it's a platform. It's $150 per year, Canadian. Mm. Oh shit. So it's much cheaper for you. Uh, Americans. Okay. But um, they uh, they put the business plan into sections, and they give you examples for each section. So, for example, yeah. your vision, your state mission statement. Yeah. Um, they help you forecast as well. Wow. It's really easy. You just put in how much you think, how many units you think you're gonna sell, and how much the price is mm -hmm. for each unit, and then they will calculate everything for you and put it into charts. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I'm actually probably gonna put that in my Amazon course because we talk about. You know, after your test order is good and you need more funds, which we did, you probably will too. You got to put together a business plan of, 
your numbers and your projections and uh, that's how businesses work. That's yeah. how you get investment for expanding, buying more inventory or whatever it may be. So, wow, I'm learning something already on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, there's also a lot of angel investors always looking to invest into the next big thing. So if you think you have a really good idea, put together a short information package and mm -hmm. I wouldn't send it to them right away. I would put together a non-disclosure agreement because if you have a good idea, um, any good idea will be copied instantly. Mm -hmm. So look at China, you know what I mean? Like, If yeah. you have a good idea, protect it. Yeah, get that NDA uh, whipped up. Damn, business girl yeah. over here. Okay, I'm gonna switch hands and go on this side. Okay. Uh, this side. So I had my idea in April 2016 as I saying, and then I started prototyping. I had a couple of breaks because I was lazy and not committed. That's what it is, and I was scared because I didn't mm -hmm. have the funds. So, <laughs> ah. We're out here in like the jungle now. Okay. So yeah. And then in December 2016, I committed, um, we had physical prototypes, I scraped up the money, I would work and not go out as much. Jeez. Me and my friend Lillian, she's working on an app as well, we studied at libraries, coffee shops, mm -hmm. and we were eating like instant noodles like every night at one point. Not because- You gotta sacrifice! <laughs> not because like we, we could eat at home too, right? It's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But because we were out late so much that we were just, it was just a cheaper option. Mm. And that's what you have to do. You have to sacrifice for what you really believe in. Yeah, wow. Okay, damn. Yeah, this is you were really uh, grinding and hustling for, for what you want. Hey, if you know yeah. what you want, you, either you're going to go for it or you're going to say, okay, no, let's, let's get real. And um, I guess going back to the philosophy, like what we were <laughs> talking about last night, you know, um, I, I really wanted to, to get you on the podcast, like not only because you're a, a girl and there's a lot of girl digital nomads um, out in Chiang Mai, but because in your words, you were like a girly girl. I was, like I'm not about this mosquito life, guys. I am not. <laughs> I came out here and you know what the first thing I, I searched, um, aside from like the digital nomad groups, um, I searched where should I get my nails done? Where should I get my uh, uh, lash extensions my... done? Yeah. What I should have been searching though, just um, I should I sh I did a search like tips and tricks, but like um, it was just like stuff like um, bring this, bring that kind of thing. But I do definitely suggest reading a Shang Mai starter guide. I think Riley does have one. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's my new product, people. That's been the biggest thing people have been asking me for. So yeah, I am it, um, doing yeah, that. Link really below. Link will be below if it's um, done, hopefully. I think one big tip I have is bring mosquito spray. <laughs> well, you can get that at 7-Eleven. You can get yeah. everything at 7-Eleven, pack light, just come. But um, anyways, no, I just wanted her to relate to this whole other audience, not only girls, but like even if you're a girly girl or have like really traditional parents, going down the line, like the, tra the traditional line, like, uh, being a, a doctor or, or going into dental or something and you had you knew what you wanted and you had the balls to to break out of that oh yeah so definitely. like you you were saying like how so I put five thousand I, um, I started off I think it was in October November so by then I had invested five thousand dollars Canadian of my own money and as I said I'm 21 that's not a that's that, that's that's a huge chunk of money of your own right yeah I sacrificed not going out and stuff like that 
Um, and then when I told my parents about it, I suggested, I asked them again for money and I said, look, I've put this much money into it. Let me show you my products. Um, I had the SketchUps already. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, just just quit it. Just stop it. Um, you shouldn't do this anymore. And I was like, but I put $5,000 of, uh, $5, of my own money in. They're like, yeah, just it's okay. Just, just stop doing that. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, see, that that happens, and I'm sure it happens, you know, more often than not, where your parents are so resistant to you going off their dream path, like whether they dreamt you to be like a doctor or a yeah, dentist or whatever. Like... They just say no. Yeah. You know, people are gonna say no, but you still did it. So how because, how was that? How'd you do that? Um, I was like, I'm not gonna let this five thousand dollars go to waste. Like I <laughs> I put my I sacrificed not going out. Like I know that's not a big thing for some people, but to me it was like. Fuck, I put all this work in and yeah. my parents are still telling me no they, they don't I, I was kind of like they don't believe in me it kind of hurt my feelings but I was like whatever you know what <laughs> it's a hiccup in the road I need to find another way to find funding mm. so I went onto this site and then I found a couple um, grants and loans there's mm. actually a lot of um, grants and loans for women specifically in Canada mm. entrepreneur programs mm. so it would be really great if you guys would look into that um, Okay, so fast forward, uh, April 2017, we finished prototyping. We have finalized wow. our prototypes. Um, wow. Now, I have a finalized prototype and I have a good idea. I have my business plan finished. Mm -hmm. Now I need to find how to produce it. Mm -hmm. So I went on to Google and I looked for manufacturers in China because mm -hmm. my product will be made in silicone. It's cheaper to make overseas. Mm -hmm. So I messaged about a hundred manufacturers wow. to find the best price. Cause Through Alibaba or uh, Google Alibaba? There's another website uh, I forgot what it's called, but yeah, some kind of Asian manufacturer website. Uh -huh. So I didn't have that many funds, and I was looking for the best price. Yeah. Um, so I messaged, I emailed a hundred manufacturers, mm -hmm. and I negotiated, and I finally got to. $500 USD to make a mold. Oh, just for the molding. Yeah, yeah. I got like prices from like two, uh, $500 to like $2,000 per product and I have five products. So that would have been a lot of money. Oh, so, oh, okay. So you're you're going to try to do your whole brand at once. Your oh, no, not line, at once. Your whole little line? No, no. Um, just my two products at first. And then okay. once I receive um, profit from that, I'll take that profit yeah. to launch my other products. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it, guys. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, right, right. Um, uh, okay, so that's where we are now. You are... Oh, wait, yeah. Okay, so the reason why I came to Chiang Mai. So yeah. Vietnam was a bit of... Um, it was kind of like how I eased into this whole lifestyle. Uh -huh. So I came here not knowing anyone, um, not knowing where to stay. Actually, I feel like I'm staying in the wrong place, to be honest. In Chiang Mai? Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. No, you're staying there, right? That's perfect. I feel perfect. like you're right back next where to, the tourists are. Right next to Maya. No, everyone's <laughs> like around this area. That okay, idea. um, yeah, so I came here not knowing anyone, but what I did do in advance was I joined a bunch of Chiang Mai Facebook groups. So mm -hmm. I totally, totally suggest doing that. Everyone's super friendly. It's, it's crazy how nice everyone is. And... See you guys, you can do it. <laughs> so, what do you think so far? Everyone's really nice. They're, it's much nicer than Vietnam. Like, I love it, Vietnam for, like, having fun. Mm -hmm. But Chiang Mai is where everyone is so ambitious, so kind, everyone's so nice here. Um, a lot of, all the Thais speak pretty decent English. Mm -hmm. Like it's really not hard to get around. There's Uber, there's tuk-tuks. I don't really suggest taking those because they overcharge you if you look like you're really lost. <laughs> Which I was in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 
check out my guide for that. Everyone, everyone gets pays, overpays their first couple times in tuk-tuks, but... Yeah, and then you learn. Yeah, yeah. So I was paying like 100 baht, 80 baht to get around. Yeah. And then I found Uber and it was like 50 baht, and I was like, hey! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I stopped Uber taking life. the tuk-tuks completely. Yeah, Uber, Uber is good. Okay, switch hands and stand right here. As well, I think we're at the end of some jungle, so we'll keep on that back this way. Um, another thing I did though was yeah. I put the oh, what is that bug? No, never mind. Um, another thing I did was I put the Uber payments on my credit card so that mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to pay them right away. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, credit cards are something that you can utilize that I actually did utilize before I came out to Chiang Mai. Um, I initially got them for the bonus flight miles, but I ended up just putting all my expenses on the credit card in Bellevue and that allowed me to save cash. Yeah. And uh, I am still making payments on that, but hey, it got me out to Chiang Mai and it got my business started. Yeah. So that's kind of what they're for. You definitely yeah, need right? to utilize your debt. Learn to leverage your debt. Yeah, good debt. Debt that you use to make a business that will make you money. That's good debt. Not bad debt as in buying a car yeah. or some toy. You need to realize your wants and your needs. So I came to Chiang Mai. I signed up at Pun Space. Um, I have a week pass. Mm -hmm. So I went there for my first day um, and everyone was so nice. Like they would all come up to me and ask me what, um, what my business is and they would give me tips because there's a lot of like web developers, um, SEO people, marketing people, and they would give me all these tips and tricks and I've learned a lot. Like just being there for that one day, it was amazing. And to hear about their business experiences as well, mm -hmm. you learn a lot from that. And the re real reason, like, hold on. <laughs> the real <laughs> getting the, talking too much. The real reason why I'm out here is not to it wasn't to learn like SEO or stuff from them. I just really wanted to get away from the lifestyle of being stuck in a safe job. Mm -hmm. Stuck in that safe nine to five. Like a lot of my friends back home, they all they're 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 in dental, they're in like mm -hmm. law firms, you know. They're very normal jobs. They're mm -hmm. jobs that their parents wanted them to be in. Mm -hmm. So I came out here to be inspired. Mm. I wanted to be around like-minded individuals that would for not force me, but motivate me to be better, to be more focused and to be more confident that I can do this. And that's why I'm out here. <laughs> hey! Well, there you go, guys. Um, needless to say, I think a lot of people will uh, get some value out of this one. Um, it's crazy. Literally, literally last week I was realizing that, wow, we need to get some girls on this podcast because uh, I see a lot of them, uh, girl entrepreneurs, digital nomad, traveling entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it out here. And then randomly meeting her and she was telling me like kind of like Evan and Ocean story. Like it's really, really hard not only to drop out of school when you've already started, but come out by yourself just because you know what you don't want and you know what you want. You know you don't want to go down the traditional uh, job that your parents want you to get, mm -hmm. nine to five path. You know that you have the entrepreneur mindset and you just did it, so. You um, just need to commit. Book the ticket, get your ass here, do yeah. it. Yeah, 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 even if it's, if it's for like a couple weeks or you did like a month out here in Asia. This is my, yeah, this is my third week and then I'll be leaving in one week, but I do definitely want to travel around um, to other digital nomad areas i would say yeah there's places all over the world you know where 
a little ahead of our time with the uh, traveling entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. Um, then again, Tim Ferriss did write the 4-Hour Workweek back in 2007. This is 10 years later. Yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of plenty of people doing this. So I hope that inspired you guys. You know, we were talking last night about about the mindset. Um, you know, I was saying like, you know, it's not, this is not for everyone. And you were like, well, and is, this for, is, like is this for everyone? And it is for everyone in that doing what you want is for everyone. Like... Yeah. And then we were, we were talking about either you have the mindset where like we have and you know entrepreneurs and everyone out here has like oh if that guy can do it on YouTube oh then why can't I do it? Either you have that mindset if they can do it I can do it or you have the mindset that's like um, people probably not watching this video where it's like, <laughs> where it's like oh well, if, that guy, if that guy can do it it's because he was lucky or uh, he got a lucky investment or his product was lucky whatever. That's another thing I want to mention. Yeah. Um, everyone says to us, I'm sure he gets it a lot as well. Um, oh, you're so lucky. Mm -hmm. You have to put yourself in the position to get lucky. If you are working at a fast food restaurant, I'm sorry to say this. If you're working at a fast food restaurant and complaining about your life and saying, oh, people are just lucky. Um, what kind of angel investor do you think is going to come up to you at the back of the fast food restaurant and say hey like do you want to start a business no you have to go to like business seminars there are tons of free meetups and business seminars that you can go to and you meet people there and there you put yourself in a position to get lucky you will not find you will not get lucky when you're in the wrong spot you know exactly we create our own luck yeah definitely like, we we came out here with an intention we wanted to know what we knew what we wanted is to just come out to Chiang Mai and replace our nine to five income, start an online business and met some people and got some business ideas and tested, tested, tested. Eventually something uh, will hit and you build slowly. You just have to keep trying and that's how it is. You won't succeed at first. You may or may not succeed at first, but you just have to commit and keep, know that you this is how it's going to be and mm -hmm. what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. And you probably, statistics say you probably won't succeed at first. Like our first product, it got scrapped because of prototype. We had to scramble and get another one. I'm sure you guys have heard that in another podcast. And we tried another one and that ended up working. So, uh... And if you keep waiting to be ready, you'll you'll never be ready to launch. Like you can make it, you can try and make it 100% perfect, but it'll never be 100% perfect. How can you grow if it's 100% perfect though? Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly, guys. There will never be a perfect time to travel. There will never be a perfect time to start your business. There will never be a perfect time. You just gotta, if you know what you want, just do it. Whether that's uh, taking a semester off and coming out to uh, Chiang Mai or whatever it is, like she just did <laughs> because of she got on Google and she got on YouTube and she probably found Chiang Mai as like, okay, Ooh. everything, everyone's yeah. all entrepreneur community out here. And so yeah, get on YouTube like you already are. So good job for being here. <laughs> Step one, but yeah. You need to share this, guys, with a friend who needs to hear this because everyone watching this is probably, you know, already on the same page as us. So share this with all your friends. Every, there's enough room for everyone to win, kind of. I think. <laughs> exactly. That's the, there is. That's the abundance mindset and. Share and, this yeah. with someone who needs to have that mindset. And you everyone... can't think like, oh, um, someone's already doing it. Um, I can't do it because they're doing it. But think about how many people are in this world. Do you think there's only really going to be one company or ten companies succeeding in this? No, you have to start your own and market it correctly. You learn on the, along the way. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely suggest finding a mentor. I know that sounds really weird, but um, if you just Google your local area, there might be... 
it could even be your employer, your friend, um, anyone involved in business, their life experiences, someone, or just um, find a friend who is in the same position as you are or like you guys can motivate one another i think that's one mm. of the biggest things surrounding yourself with like like-minded people that's Ooh. a big reason why i came here because when i'm back home i feel like i'm stuck with people who are very in their they're in safe positions yeah. safe jobs you know yeah. um that's your safety net um if you quit your job you have no safety net and you have no, no choice but to succeed I'm not saying quit your job like yeah. if you like your job and you see yourself growing in that position, good on you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't see yourself growing in that position, why are you there? Yes. On that note, like I say in all my videos, if you have a good paying job, Ooh. I do recommend like staying in that job to save up as much money as you can to invest in, in your business um, as long as you can take it. Because um, mm -hmm. it takes cash. Like if you have a good paying job, don't give that up. That's really good, the position you're in. Um, save up as much cash, like ideally 10 grand or more, um, and come out and start your business. But it can be done. If you know you're not going down the path that uh, you want, just take the leap. And we, it's worth noting that this is the easiest time in history to start a small business. We have the internet, we have Alibaba, we have YouTube that you yeah, can learn from. It's so easy. There are honestly relatively. so many startup grants and loans you guys just really need to look for it go into the government website just google your local area they really want you to improve the economy we are the future mm. we are the future they want us to start businesses they want us to create new technologies they want us to succeed you guys really just have to search for it exactly there is someone out there on youtube or yeah, on YouTube or on social media, there's someone out there doing exactly where you want to be. And that's another cool part about this time is your dream, your ideal life, someone is already out there doing it. So find them on Instagram or YouTube, whatever, and find out how they did it. Contact them or yes, definitely. get in that community. Definitely. Contact the people that you are inspired by. I'm sure they want to help you. Well, most people but like it's worth trying because like people like us like we started our own business we really want people to believe that they can do this and that it is possible so if you were to email us or message us we would definitely want to help you because going through this ourselves like it was tough and we want to be able to help people who are struggling to oh my god <laughs> who are struggling to get past the first stage which is committing to the idea knowing that you are able to do this Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this beautiful little temple here. Beautiful Thailand. Um, so uh yeah, feel free to uh hit her up on her links below. Christy, thanks. Um Seattle, Vancouver, love. All you guys, uh see you in the comments, see you in the DMs. In the DMs. See you in <laughs> Chiang Mai. Bye guys. Share this guys. Peace. Thanks for listening till the end. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and a review. See ya!